power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. your eyes begin to give God some glory in this place. Just bless his holy name. Thank him for this week that has just passed. Thank him for his grace that is sufficient for you for his strength that is made perfect. Oh, I can hear you give thanks to God this morning. Give him glory. Give him praise. Bless his holy name. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords.
Voices yours, you can add a shout of praise. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. Oh, your amen is weak. It's like Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know most of you have not eaten this morning, but somebody say Amen Yen Tong. It's not for sale. So hallelujah thank God for this morning. How many of you are ready for the word? Alright. This morning I want to share with you something and then we'll pray. I believe this is a message you need. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you need this message. Tell somebody else you need this message. Hallelujah. I've come to speak about something whose power we have underestimated for a very long time in Christianity. And today I want to open your eyes to its power. Hallelujah. Today I want to speak to you on what I've entitled The Power of Mercy. The Power of Mercy. Somebody say mercy. Say it again, mercy. Oh, I want to hear you say mercy. Hallelujah. You see, mercy is a very powerful thing. Mercy is a very powerful thing. It's one of those things we have underestimated for a very long time in Christianity. In fact, a lot of things, the things we attribute to grace, is actually the work of mercy. The things mercy does, we've taken them from mercy and we have given it to grace hallelujah 
You see, we say grace is undeserved favor. That's just one of the definitions of grace. So with grace, you don't deserve the thing, but it comes to you. But with mercy, you deserve it. And the it is something bad. But because of mercy, it doesn't come to you. That is the difference between grace and mercy. With grace, you don't deserve the thing, a good thing, but it comes to you. But with mercy, you deserve the bad thing to happen to you. But because of mercy, that bad thing doesn't come to you. And when we see the use of the word mercy in the Bible, it has a lot of... There is one of the words that actually has grace in it. It's the word Hanan. It has favor in it. It has grace in it. It has kindness in it. It is an embodiment of all of those virtues. Hallelujah. So mercy can also mean kindness. God shows you kindness. Mercy can mean compassion. Mercy can mean pity. Hallelujah. So there are a lot of dimensions of this thing called mercy. And today I want to open your eyes to, to the power of mercy. All of us sitting here are products of mercy. We are all products of mercy. If you understand mercy, you can never be proud. If you understand mercy. If you see a proud Christian, it means you've not gotten the revelation of the subject of mercy yet. Let me show you something in Psalm 89 verse 14. Give me the NIV for that one. I like the way NIV puts it. Psalm 89 verse 14. It's talking about what the the throne of God is founded on. And it's saying the throne of God. It said righteousness and justice. When we talk about justice, we are talking about judgment. Judgment is a very, very powerful thing. God's throne in heaven has its foundations as righteousness on one side and then justice. That is a very serious combination. If you don't meet the righteousness criteria, justice comes in part. Justice is, is powerful. Justice is, is, is roaring. Justice is always looking to punish. Justice is always looking to exact revenge. That is how justice is. That is how judgment is. But in all its furor, in all its power, in all its, what do you call it, uncompromising nature, the moment mercy speaks, justice is neutralized. The moment mercy gets up and says no, there is nothing justice can do. If you look at the judgments God pronounced on people and on nations in the Bible, it shows you that justice is a very, very powerful thing. And God's throne in heaven has its foundation as righteousness and justice. That means God sits literally in heaven on righteousness and justice. But you see, God realized the fact that man has limitations. You see, one of the things mercy does is that it, it makes the hedge for our limitations as human beings. That is why all of us need mercy every day. It makes up for the limitations of the human being. So in heaven, his throne is established on justice and righteousness. But when God decided to descend among men, and he asked Moses to build the tabernacle. And the tabernacle had the outer court, the holy place, and the holy of holies. And in the holy of holies, they had the ark of the covenant, which was a box, a wooden box that had been overlaid with gold. And the cover of that box 
the lid of that box had two angels the bible said one at the head of the box and then the other at the at the foot of the box two cherubims whose wings sort of covered the cover of the ark of the covenant and that cover of the ark of the covenant is what the glory of god when god decided to come now and interact with man the glory of god came and this time because he was coming to man he decided that my throne here on earth what i sit on when i come to interact with man cannot be righteousness and justice otherwise nobody will even qualify to interact with me people are going to die when they come into my presence so he decided that that lid of the ark of the covenant which literally is what god sat on when he came to visit man was going to be called the mercy seat so that means when god is interacting with we human beings he comes and sits on mercy in heaven he's sitting on justice and righteousness that is why in heaven there is there's nothing like like mercy satan misbehaved once bah, and he had to be taken out there was nothing like a second chance but thank god for mercy hallelujah thank god that he deals with us sitting on the throne of mercy if we understand mercy we love god more in fact mercy is not an excuse to continue to do the wrong things that we do if your eyes are open to the fact that this is what you deserve but i'm just having pity on you i'm having compassion on you if you have a good heart and a really changed heart it should rather move you to want to do the right thing instead of saying oh okay because of mercy let me continue to do what i'm doing that's why i said a lot of the things that we are attributing to grace is actually the work of mercy it is the mercy of god god just decides that i'm i'm going to turn a blind eye to the things that you are doing if not for the mercies of god if not for the mercies of god the bible says what in ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 8 it says if you break the hedge the serpent will bite you god has an hedge around all of us there is protection around us all the time and the bible has stated it that when you break the hedge the serpent which represents satan will come in and bite you how many times don't we break the hedge ask yourself how many times don't you break the hedge we break the hedge with sin we break the hedge when there are things we are supposed to do that we don't do we break the hedge when we do the things we are not supposed to do we break the hedge all the time but thank god for mercy mercy just comes in and makes up you see some of you the, the hedge that you've broken it started as a small hole but you keep breaking it and it's enlarging it became like a window and now it's become like a door and now it's become like a gate wide open and ready for the enemy to come in trust me every believer eh, satan has literally an arrow drawn on you looking for the opportunity to steal kill and destroy but thank god for the mercy of god the mercy that makes up the hedge whenever we punch holes into the hedge that god has created for us somebody say mercy the bible says it is by his mercies that we are not consumed it is the mercy of god that ensures that you and i are not consumed consumed by accidents consumed by diseases consumed by all evil pestilences and things it is the mercy of god that just makes that the head if god says he's going to go strictly according to 
what it's supposed to be there are a lot of people one they are supposed to be failures in life there are a lot of people they are not supposed to even live up to a certain age there are a lot of people they are not supposed to be able to climb up to a certain height there are some people who are not even supposed to qualify to even do ministry but thank god for the mercies of god thank god for his mercies he said righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne but when it comes to human beings he said i can't use that criteria that is why if you don't accept christ and you don't accept the finished work of christ here on earth when you go to meet him and he's now sitting on righteousness and justice there is nothing like mercy again absolutely nothing like mercy again sometimes by the mercies of god god just shows us kindness things that we, we should be punished for if we consider even how, how, how people sin before they even go to write exam God should say no ask for this exam because of this thing that you did how people cut church because exams are coming let me cut church God will say no you have gone against my word that says you should not forsake the gathering of the brethren the same word that says do not fornicate the same word that says do not commit adultery that same word said do not forsake the gathering together of the brethren so if you go against it it's the same as do not fornicate do not the bible said it do, don't forsake the gathering but you decided that because of exams i will forsake the gathering of the bread god will say okay you have transgressed you've created holes spirit of failure come in and let this person fail for him to see that you need me to make it but thank god for mercy say mercy mercy the way people sin even before traveling but you go and reach your destination pe, pe, pe. who said the enemy didn't want to finish you on that road who said the enemy didn't want to cause your car to, to roll over for us to say gone too soon but the mercy of God just comes in and, and creates the hedge and prevents the enemy you see justice is always crying for blood judgment is always crying for destruction judgment is always crying for revenge but when mercy speaks the power of judgment is just neutralized like that somebody say mercy we need to appreciate god's mercy we need to appreciate god's mercy and the good thing about this message is that it has no time limit and it cannot be exhausted so long as we are here on earth hallelujah the bible says his mercies are new every morning every morning that means for every day god makes a certain amount of mercy available and i told you mercy also means kindness the way god shows us kindness eh? things that he allows in our way things that that he allows to to, to go on to go well why do you think we talk about traveling mercies? It's by the mercy of God. Because if, if we are going to take your character, the way you behave, the things you do, your unfaithfulness to God, the way you promise God things and you fail God, the way God speaks to you and you ignore his voice and you do what you want to do, the way you don't even have time for God to even communicate with him. Can you imagine you have, you have a friend and the person only calls you when he or she needs something 
time of need, uh, me if it's me, I'll say, is it now that you have realized that my number is on your phone? I'll not mind you. But thank God that God is a God of mercy. He doesn't just leave us for the enemy. He look at the besetting sins we struggle with. And the mercies of God are renewed morning by morning, morning by morning. The weaknesses that, that your mouth that you can't control, that you talk by heart, that you say things like that, that your bad temper, that your impatience for people's weaknesses. But mercy is renewed morning by morning. Every day there is there is a new supply of mercy. There's a new supply of mercy. There's a new supply of mercy. When God releases judgment, eh, all he's trying to tell us is that this is what I can do. If you're unfortunate and you are the one he uses as the example. He's trying to tell you that this is what I can do. Sodom and Gomorrah, he decided, let me, let me use this people as an example. I was telling some people recently that on a judgment day, if you see some people holding placards demonstrating, and complaining of unfair treatment most likely to be the people of Sodom and Gomorrah because really what made God to roast them like that homosexuality lesbianism now even in church there are churches that are marrying gay people gay people are being ordained as bishops but we are not seeing the fire the fire is not coming down to consume us it is by the mercies of god it's the mercies of god lot's wife came out of sodom and gomorrah it's like you coming out of the world and she decided to look back the bible says she turned into a pillar of salt how many times haven't you looked back at the world and wish you were back in the world and wish you, you you had the freedom to enjoy some of the things that you used to enjoy the the, the small gin and, and whiskey and things that you used to enjoy the, the the worldly music that you used to like how many times don't you look back and and beat at the well but you are still intact your chemical composition has not changed to sodium chloride the closest god comes to mentioning salt to you is when he reminds you that with what you are doing you are still the salt of the earth and the light of the world so repent from that which you are doing he could have turned you into a pillar of salt by now but thank god for that thing called mercy the mercy of god he releases judgment to show us that look this is what i'm capable of but i'm deciding to apply mercy how many times don't you minister you you don't even prepare for the message instead of going to the throne room of god and praying you spend all the time doing all sorts of things chatting with everybody what's up it is but you come to stand there and god by his message allows the anointing to flow and for the people to be to be blessed and you are not disgraced look anytime you stand in front of people it is potential disgrace i'm telling you ah, have you just seen somebody stand in front of people and tell a bad joke and that is the end of the respect people have for you one bad joke i saw a youtube video and a pastor in front of his congregation he was preaching and he used some foul language the whole place went quiet 
And you know that kind of thing. You realize, Charlie, this one you've goofed badly. He's trying to make another joke to cover it by Anya Juma. If such words can come out in public, it means you've been using them in private. And out of the abundance of the heart, the thing just leaked out of his mouth like that. Somebody shout mercy. Sometimes we get so comfortable with our gift. We don't go to the giver of the gift when we are about to apply the gift. It's like, oh, the thing is, they say the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. But that gift needs to be watered with prayer. That gift needs to be watered with the word. That gift needs to be watered with fasting. And we don't know any of those things. But we come to stand there and by the mercies of God, the gift just flows and people are, are blessed. And oh, they shake your hand. Oh, man of God, you bless me. Oh, woman of God, your worship was powerful. It is not any, it is just the mercies of God. It's just the mercies of God. If you are in ministry and you don't understand mercy, that is when pride comes in. Pride comes in. I was watching a video recently and a pastor was cursing other pastors who had left the church with members like serious curses oh lord let their wives be barren let there be sickness in their in their generations he said generations before and then after that means those who are dead in here they curse you go upon them let there be sicknesses he mentioned hepatitis epilepsy hiv madness all because the pastor has decided to leave i look and i said this man you don't understand mercy did you shed your blood for anybody blood donation ground you be that and you are standing there speaking as if you've gone to the cross before as if you know how it feels for a six inch nail to be driven into your palms You understand the message of God. Somebody came to me some time ago. She was like, Man of God, I want to know what, what, what your secret is. I said, Why what are you saying? He said, Oh, I've noticed that you see the way people come for fire rally, the kind of crowd that fire rally attracts. Big names have come to Kolebu, but they, they are never able to gather that same number. I want to know what your secret is. What is your secret? I told him the secret is the message of God. It is the message of God. Look, in ministry, there are principles and things. Sometimes, you know, you realize that you've not learned the principles, but the thing is just working like that. You've not learned oh, seven principles to church growth. You've not learned seven principles to effective worship, how to lead a powerful prayer meeting. But by the message of God, some way, somehow, when you stand to do the thing, it works. What if you don't realize the spirit of pride comes in? And when pride comes, as for mercy, you withdraw. Now do it with your ability and let's see. Do it with your ability and let's see. Somebody shout mercy. When you're doing church and it's working, when your department is working, know that it's the message of God. It's just God having mercy. And deciding that this now allow it to work. Look, the Bible says, I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. Romans 9.15. This is New Testament. What it means is that God can choose not to have mercy on you. That is why you have to be grateful that he decides to have mercy on you. He said, I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. 
so the fact that you are not getting what you deserve you must be grateful to god because nothing stops him from giving you what you actually deserve if it's working it's because of the mercies of god and may the mercies of god take you through the year 2020 what you don't even qualify for by virtue of your inactions and actions that are wrong in the sight of god may, may the lord take you on the wings of that thing called mercy and make it work for you first corinthians chapter 3 verse 7 the day i read the scripture i got i was humbled and if you are in ministry and you catch the revelation of this thing if every pastor will catch the revelation of this thing you not walk in pride and behave as if the ministry is, is your bona fide property it says what so then neither is he who planted anything so the one who god used to plant this church god is telling me i am nothing me i'm nothing head pastor general overseer i am nothing i hardly call myself founder of this church because jesus himself is the founder hallelujah i'm just overseeing what god himself has started he said so then neither is he that planted anything and neither is he that watered that means those who are helping the other pastors you are nothing you are nothing all of us we are nothing elders all of you you are nothing deacons all of you you are nothing cell overseers all of you you are nothing deputy cell overseers all of you you are nothing choir members all of you you are nothing prayer you are nothing ushering you are nothing all of us put together we are nothing but god that gave the increase somebody say mercy it's a message of god all of us we are nothing he said the one who plants is nothing he's nothing yesterday night i was i was meditating on something i was discussing something with pastor Ernest about the church where you know people had to be transferred you know and stuff like that i was meditating about the thing and and i got a new level of understanding you know sometimes in ministry when they want to change what you are doing it's difficult assuming i came and i said pastor alpha i'm pushing you from being in charge of prayer now i want you to go and oversee the music ministry <laughs> because it's the year of breaking out and you must sing i mean naturally as a human being where did you go to sleep because you are comfortable where you are you're comfortable why this transfer and i said assuming we started branches i said no i want to move this person from kolebu branch go to east legon branch and go and help there oh what 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 kind of person is that but i said at the end of the day we are all nothing hallelujah me i'm nothing you too you are nothing you shouldn't have a problem with reassignment at all in fact when i was meditating on the thing god showed me something and i was humble that even jesus was transferred he was doing his thing in heaven look at how glorious heaven is in fact when the bible gives us glimpses of what heaven is earth is like a village of villages 
streets of gold and and the throne shining and you won't see anything like that there and jesus was comfortable with millions of angels bowing down before him day and night heaven was with him. he was very 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 comfortable but there was a need somebody had to move somebody had to be transferred and jesus said don't worry i'll go i will bundle myself into the womb of a woman i will come stay in the womb for nine months and be born after nine months and i'm going to stay on this filthy earth with these filthy people with their filthy hearts and their wicked minds he knew they would insult him he knew they would throw things at him he knew they would spit in his face they would catch him and pierce him and kill him yet he accepted the transfer so it's like you are doing ministry in Accra and they say go to Fanchinico no electricity no water go and labor there win souls do the work of ministry we are nothing we are nothing all of us we are nothing it is just by the mercies of God Jesus accepted a transfer accepted the transfer when you are understanding mercy you you love god more the difference between saul and david was mercy me i think david was a worse sinner in my eyes i mean Saul, what did he do it's just some small disobedience god said i've taken my hands off but you see the difference between david and saul and that is the secret to attracting the mercy of god david had a broken and a contrite heart when he was shown what he had done the man went into repentance straight i never saw Saul repenting for the thing that he had done and god says it is a broken and a contrite heart that he is looking for anybody who knows god anybody who has really encountered god one of the signs is that you have a broken and a contrite spirit so when you've gotten to the point where you are literally immune to the wrong things that you do to god it is not a very good place to be I pray that God will take you out of that realm and may that heart that is like stone be broken down and be replaced with the heart of flesh there are certain things some time ago when you did them or you you failed to do them you felt so bad you were so broken but the Bible talks about the, the searing of the conscience you can come to the point where your, your conscience is so seared that you don't feel anything anymore you've lost the brokenness it is brokenness that attracts mercy. It is brokenness when you are broken david said he said creating me a clean heart oh god and renew a right spirit within me he said cast me not away from your presence and don't take your holy spirit away from me restore unto me the joy of your salvation this was a man that was broken i see sometimes when we sin cry as i said we compose the the prayer for forgiveness of sin before we sin you've composed the prayer with scriptures you know what you say we just go in and just just sin like that but thank god for his mercy thank god for his mercy that difference between david and Saul was mercy simple it was mercy which was provoked by a broken and a contrite heart The difference between Peter and Judas was mercy. 
see any difference between betrayal and denial they are the same you betray me you sell me out you deny me you sell me out it's the same thing but the difference between the two of them was a mercy god had mercy upon peter because he said i will have mercy upon whom i'll have mercy and may the lord have mercy upon you may you experience the message of god in february may you experience the message of god in march may you experience the message of god in april may june july august september october november and december and all the days of your life because you need it to survive those times that god had provided for you you think it's really because you you are so good no if god said he will take our transgressions into none of us will deserve anything we need mercy in our walking mercy in our thoughts if he says he will judge our thoughts it's going to be a very bloody thing the thoughts of our minds the things that go on in our hearts and the bible says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he that is the real you in spite of that we have mercy from god i keep telling people if your thoughts were to be projected onto the screen for all of us to see will you be comfortable what would be the rating if it was a movie even old men and women will not be able to watch because we think of all sorts of things but the mercy of god makes up the hedge and he doesn't give the devil the chance to come in when god shows judgment all he's trying to say is that look this is what i'm capable of but for you i'm just sparing you because i want to spare you ananias and Sapphira, new testament look at what happened to them and what happened to ananias and Sapphira? it could very easily happen to any of us and let me explain why what happened with ananias and Sapphira? they went to church they said there's a project people should pledge and they pledged say pledge now you are looking at my face <laughs> they pledged and when it was time for redeeming the pledge they decided that they will give part of what they pledged that was all even they they gave some you when the anointing is flowing like that and we dip the uh, what do you call it the envelope in the oil no hey come and call it let me tell you the dipping of the envelope in the oil the main reason is for it to be a reminder to you that it's not an ordinary envelope for you to use to go and post letters when you see it on your desk and you see the oil it's a reminder so that you will not become like ananias and Sapphira. hallelujah but we come and come and collect the envelope except who can give 200 cities you can't stand there sometimes when they say write your phone number on the platform and people will write nine digits and leave one use word of knowledge and discernment of spirit and determine what that one number is and which position is supposed to be hey! <laughs> that means for each position there are nine possibilities show us that you know you write and the people will be calling the number the number does not exist the number does not exist the number does not the number will not exist huh? but you are still alive and walking and breathing 
some people didn't have that opportunity to experience that mercy of God anybody who has pledged and you have not fulfilled before thank God for his mercies it is, it is by his mercies that you have not been consumed hallelujah some of these things we think they are so far away but we've been doing it but God has just decided I will have mercy on you I will have mercy on you if God should start killing people in church <laughs> because of pledges it's going to be a serious thing he's just decided that I will have mercy upon you look because of his mercies he will use you in ministry hallelujah he will use in spite of your past in spite of the mistakes that you have made the bible says rejoice not against me oh my enemy for when i fall i shall rise again and thank god that by his mercies you are rising from your your weaknesses and your mistakes and in this year 2020 your weaknesses shall be turned into strengths in the name of jesus you will not continue to be in that dungeon that the, the spirit to rise again will come upon you and you will come out of those weaknesses Sometimes because we don't understand mercy, we allow Satan to come and remind us. Oh, six years ago, you dated somebody's husband. Six years ago, two years ago, six months ago, a week ago, yesterday, this morning. remind you I said like this time of fasting and prayer when you're experiencing God and you are enjoying the presence you know your prayer is like you are soaring on yourself you say remember 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 who you used to be don't you think you are too unclean to be enjoying the presence of God don't you think you are too unclean during the fasting and prayer you, you have some vision you have some dream hey me too, I'm seeing visions. Me too, I'm having dreams. And you, you, you remember, remember, remember how bad you were. Don't you think you are too unclean for God to use you to even speak to anybody? Who are you? Look at the things you used to do, look at the things you think about, look at how dirty your mind is. The, the, the number of abortions you've done don't you think the blood of those babies are crying out from the ground and asking for justice but when mercy appears justice is neutralized Abel's blood was crying for vengeance but we thank God that the Bible says the blood we are dealing with is, it speaks better things Abel's blood speaks justice it speaks revenge but the blood of Jesus speaks mercy it speaks atonement it, it speaks forgiveness if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that is being tormented by the guilt of the past today I came to tell you that there is enough mercy for you the mercy of God has spoken for you let that thing remain in the past look forward and continue to move on I know some couple they were not enjoying their marriage because they felt they defiled the marriage by having premarital sex before the took the thing to the altar so in their minds like the marriage is contaminated and, it's, and because of that they were not enjoying the marriage the thing was just, I told them look 
if you have truly repented god has forgiven you and when god forgives you he blots out your transgression for his name's sake and he doesn't remember it anymore it's gone there's a difference between cleaning and blotting out when you blot out it's as if the thing never happened sometimes when you use an eraser to clean something sometimes you can see that oh there was something here when the thing is blotted out there is no sign it's as if the thing never happened that is the power in the blood of jesus christ that is the power don't let the enemy come and remind you of those things again don't let him remind you tell him it's in the past mercy has spoken for me i i accept the message of god when you look at the bible clearly you even realize that it is people who have very colorful parts. They are the ones God likes to use. Tell him. People with serious. Look, when you understand mercy, even, even when you are a minister, there are certain things when you are speaking to the people about, you say, I speak by divine authority. I speak by the unction of God that is upon my life. Look at Paul. When he needed to tell the people about giving yourself as a living sacrifice using your body for the right thing and when we talk about using your body for the right thing it's not just holiness in terms of sexual sin and things what you use your time your ability and your energy for when he was coming to caution them about giving their bodies as a living sacrifice he didn't say i beseech you by divine authority i beseech you by the unction upon my life i beseech you as an apostle of god he says i beseech you by the mercies of god that you will present yourselves your bodies as a living sacrifice because he himself is a product of mercy what did he use his body for persecuting believers and exterminating innocent people that's what he was using his energies for that's what he was using his mind for so when he came to that matter he knew he couldn't speak like somebody who deserved to even speak about it but he says i beseech you by the mercies of god that you present yourself as a living sacrifice thank god for mercy if not for mercy what, what business does paul have even writing anything in the bible you that you stood diametrically opposed to what god wanted to do but mercy located him i pray that god will show you mercy i pray that a family member of yours who needs mercy it was by god's mercy that paul had that divine encounter that he had god just decided i'll have mercy on you there may be some people you are hoping that God will touch and bring them to the saving knowledge of God. We invoke the mercies of God upon their lives today in the name of Jesus. We call upon the mercies of God to speak on their behalf. May, may the mercies of God arrest them on their way to Damascus. May the mercies of God cause God to reveal himself unto them in, in, in different diverse ways. May the mercies of God cause somebody to go to speak a word into their life that will cause their lives to be turned around. May the message of God keep and preserve them from being destroyed and exterminated by the devil before they are able to give their lives to Christ and to come to where God has destined them to be. If you are here and you have a colorful past, I came to tell you you are the one God wants to use. It is your type that God wants. If you are somebody who went to wander around in sin, you wandered around in filth, you wandered around drinking, you wandered around fornicating, you wandered around committing adultery with people's husbands, chasing people's husbands, spoiling marriages, destroying marriages, hovering in lust and all sorts of things. 
I came to tell you that you are the one God wants to use. He are the one. You are the one he wants. You are the one. Look at the woman at the well. Who had a more colorful past than her? Jesus went out of his way to go to meet her at the well. That day Jesus didn't go with his disciples because he knew they are judgmental minds. In the first place, a Samaritan woman. And not just a Samaritan woman, but a woman with a very interesting history. Man snatcher, husband snatcher. She has been with five men and even the one she is with right now, she's not married. It's possible it's somebody's husband. So Jesus said that this one, because of your judgmental minds, I will not go with you. And the wells in those days were in the outskirts of the town. So Jesus was really risking a lot. Man of God, you are going to meet a woman with such a character in a secluded place. But it tells you that those are the kinds of people Jesus Christ came for. He came for the lost. He came for the dirty. He came for the people whose lives are, are, are colorful in a negative way. And by the time he was done with the woman, the woman's life had changed. She was the first Gentile to proclaim the kingdom of God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that in spite of the mistakes that you made, in spite of the mistakes that you still made, may the mercies of God locate you. And may your destiny not be cut short. Because mercy will speak for you. Sometimes when God shows you mercy on, on an issue, He gives you the grace to help others who have the same issue. He anoints you and gives you the grace to help other people who have similar issues. Today we invoke the message of God upon your life. May the message of God take you through every trouble that the enemy has in store for you in this year 2020 when it even comes to breaking ancestral yokes in families and things it is mercy you must invoke because some of the legalities that are giving those demons the right to operate in your family it is only mercy that can override them you have to plead for mercy and today when we finish we are, we are going to cry for mercy we are going to pray for mercy for our families for, for, for where we come from mercy God have mercy we need mercy mercy must speak on our behalf that mercy must speak on our behalf sometimes mercy works when you don't even know the tools to use in a particular situation there are books on five steps to healing seven steps to healing seven doors to healing that is, which of those books had Bartimaeus read think he knew the steps to healing i don't think he knew the keys to healing but when it came to a point where he needed healing he pressed a certain button it's called mercy it says son of david have mercy on me that was all sometimes that, that's the prayer you must pray when you're going to the exam and you know you've not done your best you say lord i invoke your mercies have mercy upon me have mercy upon me you know the time i was supposed to study i was on whatsapp you know the time i was supposed to study i was doing facebook you know the time i was supposed to study i was gossiping talking about people doing unnecessary things spending time with the wrong people at the wrong time in the wrong places doing the wrong things so lord have mercy on me 
Have mercy. Have mercy on me. Today we are going to invoke mercy upon our lives for the year 20. We, we need the mercies of God. We need the mercies of God. We need the mercies of God. I want us to read Lamentations chapter 3. 22 to 23. The message of God will take you through 22. You see, there are times where you don't even know what, what you are going to eat the next day. But the message of God, they are new every morning. They are renewed every morning. He said, it is of the lost message that we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. Next verse. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. It's one of my favorite hymns. If you listen to the words well, you realize that look, God is merciful. Joy, please help us to say, Great is thy faithfulness. Oh Lord, my Father. Can we have the words if we have? There is no of turning with thee thou changest not thy compassions as thou hast been thou forever will great is thy
You are just uh, somebody just sent you some money out of nowhere. When you had just met a brick wall and you didn't know what to do there.
the message of God is a weapon that the people of Israel used to invoke in the times of war today I want you to know that it is the message of God that will take you through 2020 in Psalm 136 he said oh give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever this, this was like a war chant it was like an invocation next verse they said oh give thanks unto the God of gods for his mercy endureth forever that means there is no expiry date to the mercies of God he renews the mercies each and every morning next verse he said, oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords for his mercy endureth forever. Let's continue. To him who alone doeth great wonders, I prophesy into your life that in this year 2020, by the mercies of God, because of the mercies of God, God will do wonders in your life. God will give you a testimony. There is a testimony in 2020 with your name written on it. Just like Jesus went to the grave of Lazarus and because he was so anointed, if he had just said come forth, all the dead people in the tombs would have come alive. But that miracle had Lazarus' name on it. So when he went, he said, Lazarus, come forth. I see a miracle this year with your name written on it. Not because you deserve it, not because you are so holy, but because of the message of God. Next verse. He said to him that by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endureth forever. Next. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters for his mercy endureth forever. Next. To him that made great lights for his mercy endureth forever. Next. The sun to rule by day for his mercy endureth forever. The moon starts to rule by night for his mercy endureth forever to him that smote Egypt in their firstborn anything that represents Egypt to you anything that represents bondage for you anything that represents slavery for you but the message of God we invoke the message of God the message of God upon your family in spite of the sins of your forefathers that have opened doors for familiar spirits ancestral spirits to be operating in your family today in the name of Jesus we invoke the power of the mercy of God I want you to lift up your voice begin to invoke the message of God upon your life and upon your family for the year 2020 in the name of Jesus lift up your voice come on let me hear you can I have one or two intercessors up here hey. Lord we invoke your message we invoke your message, Lord. We invoke your message, Lord. In our battles, we invoke your message. In our troubles, we invoke your message. In our challenges, we invoke your message. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Father of the earth, that is not a believer. In front of the 
sorts of things. If God should look at some of these things, he's, he's, he's just going to stretch out his hand of judgment. Many of our neighbors have, have experienced civil wars, but it is just by the message of God that Ghana has not known any civil war since we gained independence. It is the message of God. We are in an election year. All sorts of arrows have been drawn against the nation. I'm sure in the realm of the spirit they are saying, look at this nation. Cote d'Ivoire has had its share of troubles. Burkina Faso has had its share of troubles. Togo has had his share of troubles. All their neighbors have had their share of troubles. These people alone, there is always peace. Let us send some demons. Let us send some principalities to cause confusion. But we want to invoke the hand of the Lord's mercy. The, hand of the, the Lord. Lord, just as you continue to have mercy upon us, in spite of the evil that we do, Lord, continue to have mercy upon us. Politicians are sacrificing human beings and doing all sorts of things. But Lord, have mercy upon us. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and inform the message of God. Upon us as a nation. Let the message of God preserve us as a nation. Preserve us as a nation, Lord. Preserve us as a nation, Lord. Preserve us as a nation, Lord. Oh, <laughs> 
some things and we'll shout mercy. Amen. We'll cry out for God to, to show us mercy in those areas. Amen. We need that mercy to take us through Amen. this year 2020. Somebody shout in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. 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 Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. By the power. By the power of the blood. Of the blood. We invoke. We invoke your message. Your message upon our lives. Upon our lives. In the name. In the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. When I said on the roads, then you shout mercy. Because you need mercy on the roads. The enemy wants blood, but may the message of God speak for us. Amen. When we set off, the message of God Amen. will protect us. Amen. So on the roads, mercy. On the roads, mercy. On the roads, mercy. On the roads, mercy. In the classroom, mercy. In the classroom, mercy. In examinations, mercy. In examinations, mercy. In our thoughts, mercy. In our thoughts, mercy. In our thoughts, mercy. In our deeds, mercy. In our deeds. Mercy in our deeds, mercy in our family, mercy in our family, mercy in our family, mercy in our ministry, mercy in our ministry, mercy in our marriages, mercy in our marriages, mercy in our marriages, mercy in our finances, in our finances, in our finances, in our finances, mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your message. We give you glory. Some breakthroughs are born out of the message of God. Because if he says he will look at our record, we don't qualify and we don't deserve it. We deserve bad things to happen to us. We deserve to be sick. We deserve to fail. We deserve not to be able to make it in life. But the message of God. The message of God. The message of God. The message of God. To thank God for his message. Thank him that he's taking you through 2020 by his message. Thank him that when you walk on the road, you are safe because of his message. Thank him that he is the God of wonders still in your life because of his message. Lord, we thank you for your message. You're a miracle working God. By your message, you will still work miracles in our lives. Yanu, you're the God of awesome wonders. I've tasted of your power. Oh, you have shown me so much mercy, much more than I deserve.
Overflow, 